Hello, this is Jacek Skolimowski presenting you as usual archives of the last year's Garage Festival here in Radio Copernicus. In this two-hour slot we'll be listening to strange music from the installation and homemade instruments. You can expect original sounds of XE Software, Silknos, Mark Brandt, also known as Treeface. Now we are moving to our special guest of the program, Mark Brandt and his project Music for Vision.
Music for Fisher project directly from the author. First of all, tell me because uh, last year you were presenting on the Garage Festival Music for Fisher, and I wanted to ask you more about this project because it was the idea where uh, the animals, where the audience were listening to the music. So, where this fascination with the animal world came out from? Actually, that was a project I did last year for more than a half year, and. The, the whole project was uh, playing music for animals, different kinds of animals. And I was traveling around Europe and playing uh, for every sort of animal, different kind of music. And the whole idea behind this was that uh, I like to Okay, on, on the first hand, I like to give the animals something back, so it doesn't take only from the animals, 
like uh, in the normal life, uh, yeah, just taking things from the animals, so meat or eating them or uh, all this, all these points. And uh, my idea was uh, to give them something back, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, I was talking with scientists from the uh, university and people who um, are doing scientific research in this uh, uh, field and I was talking, uh, I speak to them about the relations, how is the influence of music to animals. And uh, this is one point who is interest, uh, uh, interesting me. And the other point is also the big uh, symbolic um, sign, what it, uh, uh, what it means when somebody is playing music uh, to animals. So it's a uh, quite ambivalent uh, picture in the end also, and a quite um, symbolic treatment when I uh, playing something to animals where the people maybe even don't understand this. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and uh, so how much, I mean, this music installation, how was the audience involved in it? It was only concert for the fishes? There was, <coughs> I use a hydrophone, mm -hmm. so it's underwater microphone, and I, I'm, uh, I installed this in, in the water. Mm -hmm. and had a loudspeaker mm -hmm. the water so I played first I was playing music to the fishes yeah. to, uh, to the fish so that, that the fish can listen to music and the uh, transmitting quality was quite good mm -hmm. and under the water um, we had this hydrophone mm -hmm. who captured the sound mm -hmm. and are connected to Uh, loudspeaker system that the audience could listen all the all the music and the noises yeah. uh, captured from the microphone. Mm -hmm. So, and of course, some people found out that when they put something in the water, like little stones or sand, yeah. they they could hear it because yeah. it, it, it this was a kind of interactive part. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> And um, during the concert, uh, while the people figured this out, the people played with with the music um, and make this installation uh, as uh, yeah, quite interactive with them. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then I had some people from the audience who throw little stones from the other side, so and they listen to it, the sound of the stones falling in the water. While I was playing my electronic music to the fishes. I was quite interested about your project because it made me think about some trends in the electronic music because in the last years you had like this uh, so-called insect electronic made by Otakri for example. Uh -huh. I mean that often it's like Fanish was talking about recording his last CD when he was inspired by the sound of the wind. So I was wondering because you are the one working with soundscape so how much the sound, the natural sounds inspires you to create electronic music. Yeah, I think um, everything it's um, finally comes out of the nature, mm -hmm. you know. Um, even 
know, um, okay, there you have some physical uh, uh, physical points when you listen to uh, to music because there are radio waves in the air, yeah, and you can't see the radio waves, but they are there. So and that's a physical uh, a physical thing. But in the end, um, uh, you, you you need the nature for uh, for a transmitting point because we are not uh, living in the black hole. So it's all uh, it's everything grouped together. Mm-hmm. you know and um for me as 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 sound artist um it's very important to get to use um samples from the nature uh-huh. and and play with them because uh, it's a big uh, ins- uh inspiring mm-hmm. uh, source uh-huh. you know? we are we are uh, around the nature and you have uh, uh, you can listen to the nature and you can process this to a kind of uh, music and this is why I'm using very often in my music field recordings mm-hmm. also, also for the project in, uh, for a music for animals yeah um, I was recording some uh, some field recordings before so and played played this back mm-hmm. so it was raining in Stralsund and I was uh, did, I, I was doing some test samples and I had this uh, strange, very good uh, sound of the rain, you know, dropping in the water. Yeah. And this is quite uh, interesting for me to use this samples uh, the same level like I'm creating uh, technical uh, or more technical music, you know, mm-hmm. with the computer. We were listening to the music for fishes, so now it's time for music for people. Played two years ago on Garage Festival by Treeface.
And now it's time for the second part of the interview with Mark Brands. The other part of the project that you that we are talking about, this fish music for fish, was also the video because it was audiovisual installations. Could you tell me how did it look like? I mean, how was it synchronized with the sound? <laughs> the funny thing uh, was um, it wasn't synchronized, but we had a kind of a live camera. Mm -hmm. 
so we put uh, um, well um, kind of a glass tube mm -hmm. in the water and in this glass was uh, a small camera yeah so and the camera was connected to a video projector yeah so that people could see uh, what was what's what's going on under the water so it's like um, uh, additional um, additional uh, concept point for the people that they could see okay maybe um, the fishes react or if the fishes uh, react mm -hmm. and in the end uh, of the half hour performance mm -hmm. there was uh, uh, quite m many fishes swimming around <laughs> so you could see uh, like jellyfishes and small uh, uh, sweetwater fishes swimming around and that was that was quite interesting that because you had they had the imagination that the fish really listen to the music or dancing to the music <laughs> even when it was ambient <laughs> but that was a, a quite quite interesting thing so and that's on the other hand also the point uh, you can think uh, a bit of a scientific um, test you know? mm -hmm. so of course I'm not a, a scientist I'm a, a music and visual artists, mm -hmm. so, but um, people use this for like control um, that, you, that you get something out of your test you know mm -hmm. you are you are recording something so it was not like a uh, normal VJing mm -hmm. so it was more like uh, yeah like a scientific test so that the people uh, uh, could see the fish under the water uh -huh. here you, you are describing this audiovisual installation as a kind of you know magic way of just showing those fishes dancing and connected with the sound but as far as I know your installations are more you know kind of social consciousness I mean you had this like strategic resi resistance yeah or which was talking about mass media or there was like untitled the project about uh, the social identity yes yeah so so how does it correspond together I mean on the one hand you, you are somehow involved in this more um, more political or social side of the art and on the other hand you are trying to work with more abstract way yeah um, I think that's just the way of seeing mm -hmm. you know when I'm um, when I'm playing music for fishes for example or music for animals this is for me a very uh, uh, highly political thing because um, when I'm when I'm uh, when I'm using uh, the animals as an audience mm -hmm. it's um, it's a kind for it, it's 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 a very kind of uh, uh, ambivalent symbolistic uh, thing okay I'm not playing for uh, for humans but I'm playing for for animals and I'm shifting the focus mm -hmm. of the audience in the direction that um, that the humans are maybe sometimes not so important you know mm -hmm. and that's the point so that we are have uh, have to to uh, think about the relations of uh, that we are not alone in the world you know mm -hmm. there are uh, other um, things going uh, uh, going around so we are um, I'm taking the focus out of the uh, uh, the human way mm -hmm. 
but on the other hand the uh, the recipient you know mm -hmm. who is uh, in the end looking at this mm -hmm. or listening to this are also humans but they are thinking why the hell he, he is playing music for animals <laughs> so and this is this is a very uh, ironic point and um, with my other installations, visual and audio installations, there's <coughs> it's, they are shifting around this point uh, about control and social social plastic and um, uh, public room, you know, or reclaiming the public room. I was doing um, installation in the in the landscape. It's called uh, placebo. Mm -hmm. So and I taking police wire and secure uh, public room. Mm -hmm. So, um, as as your private um, private room, mm -hmm. so and uh, the people doesn't step in. So it's a play between uh, borders and non-borders, mm -hmm. public room and non-public room. Yeah. And um, I think it's it's quite abstract. But when you see all these installations in a row, yeah, you, uh, uh, you can make a circle. And um, I think it's very. <coughs> very important to put the focus sometimes a bit out of this context who was uh, very actual in the 90s mm -hmm. or the beginning of the year uh, uh, this new century yeah so it's a kind of uh, developing mm -hmm. just to finish it I know that you are uh, more an artist working with visuals than with music so I was wondering what impact has visual art on your music I think it's uh, uh, for me for me it's very uh, for me it's, uh, for me it's very important when I play music um, I will create kind of pictures in the head of the listener so and um, normally I was studying photography yeah. for, for uh, seven years in, uh, in Germany and visual art in, 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 in UK but I was starting in 1997 for playing my own music stuff mm -hmm. and um, I'm working very often together with uh, uh, film artists also mm -hmm. to um, make film sounds, you know, movie sounds also and, uh, installation sounds beside of the projects what I have so and um, there is a very strong connection between uh, visual arts and music, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, in in the last two three years, there is a new form of uh, live performance art is developing called uh, live cinema. Mm -hmm. So it means uh, the movie and the visual visuals are on the same level yeah. as the music, you know. Uh -huh. And it's not uh, only music with visuals, yeah. but it's the same level, so the people can uh, can see the the high grade of the development of the visuals and the music, you know, playing like in a perfect conceptual way together. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's very interesting for me to uh, uh, see the this, this art forms not as an isolated mm -hmm. art form but uh, it's a more eclectic way mm -hmm. to uh, to 
have influences from the music and from the pictures. Yeah. Uh -huh. And when I'm playing music, it's it's mostly uh, all about the pictures in my head mm -hmm. that I have when I'm creating music. Thank you, and we are coming back to the last part of the concert. <laughs> 